What's, What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast. Oh, <laughs> Period. All right, y'all. As y'all know, I'm holding down this thing solo this week, but don't you worry. I still got opinions to share. Okay, hello. All right, first things first, we're going to get right into Black Business of the Week. Y'all want to know how my week went? My week was crazy. It was hectic. I drove through a crazy storm last night. I was very tired, and my body had the nerve to only sleep for three hours. I don't know why, but if I go to sleep really late, my body will still wake up at the same time. Like, let's say I need to get up at 8 o'clock. I can go to sleep at 7.58. And I'm up at eight o'clock. My body thinking uh, it's just annoying. So I'm kind of tired, but I'm sticking it through. I really hate that happening. I just it was just a rough 24 hours, y'all. Um, but we here, we live to tell the story. So anyway, like I said, we're gonna get into black business little week. Okay, so I was on Instagram a couple of weeks ago, and my friend Dawn, she had her basically she cleared out her backyard. She got a lot of trees cut down and she wanted to renovate it for her house. So um she went on to the I believe she said she went on thumbtack. Let me double check. Oh, she went on the um next door app and found this guy. His Instagram at is my yard snaps like you know like snappy fingers and basically what this guy did a black guy he basically takes a um an image of your space your outdoor space he does a mock-up of how you want it to look so let's say you want a pool you want a playground you want to change the gravel change the grass change the landscape he pretty much makes a mock-up of your idea so it's kind of like if you want to have a house built you would go to an architect and they will like draw a landscape or a blueprint a blueprint that's what it is he, he creates a blueprint but the guy the one that my yard snap does is it's 3d so it's actually really cool I, I don't know when i'll ever need to use it but i think it's really cool to have you know in the back of your head because you just never know when you know you might need a mock-up because i'm sure it doesn't exclusively um he doesn't exclusively do these services for houses but maybe if you have like the front of your house i don't know i said i said if he don't do exclusive houses then gave another side of the house but anyway I wouldn't be surprised if you could reach out to him and he would be able to offer something different. But if you go on his Instagram page, you can see like some of the mock-ups of people's yards he's done. So he does it to scale, like, for example, like, you know, accurate to the dimensions and the measurements. I think it's really darn cool uh, because I've been seeing a lot of videos, especially on like TikTok of people completely renovating their backyard. And you would think their backyard was so small, but after the work is done, child, they got a pool, they got a sliding board, they got a, a spacecraft landing pad, launch pad, I mean, you name it. So anyway, his name is Keith Wilson. So I'll put his information in the episode notes as usual. And let's move on. Okay, so let's get into shop talk. All right, y'all. So I, I, you know, I hate. So let me just say this before I become a hypocrite. I really when people don't like somebody, I feel like you should not give them any of your energy you should not give them time you shouldn't be following them you shouldn't be you know what i'm saying you shouldn't be giving them any entertainment but i as a podcaster who specializes in a pop culture segment there are several people who i really don't have the best impression of but they always in the news about something or in the blogs about something and that something is usually annoying enough for me to want to talk about it so this week on the docket again we got repeat offender ari fletcher Long story short, y'all, she wore this dress to the BT Awards, which caused its own drama, I guess you could say, because people were saying that it wasn't appropriate for the BT Awards. It looked like a swim cover up. Now, I'm not going to lie. When I first saw her on a red carpet, I was like, is that yarn? 
but I didn't really think too much of it because I do think that there is a little difference between like influencer people or Instagram model people and like artists or entertainers. Um, they're nothing. They're all human beings, obviously. But I think that because they live such different lifestyles, the influencer girls are more likely to come as is, you know, which, you know, I think you should definitely dress for the occasion. But I feel like people were going overly hard on her about the dress. I didn't think it was that serious. I mean, it didn't look bad. I didn't like the, the nipple pasties, like how obvious they were, how visible they were. But the girls was going in on her. And, you know, I think it's because she's she's become an easy target because she's always doing something or saying something problematic. But anyway, this same dress caused its own little lifeline of drama. So basically, um, a design, oh, my God, I got to get the latest name there. If I don't get the the the, 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 okay, there is a very popular designer, especially um in the nineties or early two thousands, who specialized in that style of dress that Ari wore to the awards. And so she had um in twenty twenty one, she basically sent Ari a dress. Ari's supposed to wear it and tag her in a post, and she never did it. She went on vacation. She told she's gonna take the picture. She never did. She stopped replying back to the lady. I mean, you know the typical uh, what people accuse influencers of doing. So. The lady's upset. She's like, listen, you ain't you ain't post a picture like you said you would. At least send me the dress back. I sent it to you for free. Da, 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 da. And I'm sure this happens a lot. A lot of people want to get their stuff in the hands of influencers. And not that this style is necessarily needed, it, but I don't know if she has really designed for like that generation, like the Gen Z generation. So maybe this was a way for her to like get a younger audience, get her name out there amongst them who may not know who they are, who they are. But anyway. After the BT Awards, the stylist took to social media to post screenshots of the text messages of her basically calling out Ari for not wearing her dress. But on top of that, on top of her never wearing a dress like they agreed to via text message, Ari's dress is allegedly a knockoff of a dress that this designer also makes, which is not to be confused with the dress that the, the designer sent to Ari to wear. So she sent Ari a dress who didn't wear it. And then a year later, Ari wears something similar to what the designer made to an award show. Almost like she maybe had a picture of this dress, sent it to somebody who can make it. It happens all the time. And so basically I was like, girl, that was a year ago, first of all. And we never had no contractual agreement. The dress was ugly. That's why I didn't wear it. It was just very like, oh my God. Now I agree I I don't love the calling people out on social media thing because it can go completely it can go different directions you know but I can tell this lady was obviously upset she felt disrespected whatever the case is but I don't think it's fair for Ari to try to say oh I didn't wear the dress because we didn't have no agreement y'all clearly discussed it in the text message regardless if it was like contractual if y'all actually had an agreement signed you did say that you were going to do it you know what I'm saying as a call to dress ugly that was a reach dress definitely was not ugly you just are upset that this lady is calling you out and if you ain't gonna call somebody you're gonna call them broke so it was just one of the two which what whichever one you picked up the hat but i wish that and this doesn't necessarily apply to the um to the to the style to the designer i just think that i wish that people would not go okay so people i think people think that when they have when they go to these influencers and all these people all these followers if they give if they get their products in their hands and they post them they tag them they business gonna go up i have seen so many stories on to good old tiktok chat of girls who have booked um some of these influencers some i mean that's Dior was one i don't i think are i seen ariel i seen jada basically you know they like the main some of the main ones but basically saying they they reached out to them for ads or for promo or promo shoots and all this other stuff and they didn't deliver they either ghosted them they didn't post the post they didn't stay for the photo shoot or some kind of something and it's just a shame because i feel like 
people people think i think people it's like you want overnight success but i think that people should stop overlooking people that don't have a million followers like look into what they call the micro influencers so people with maybe ten thousand followers twenty thousand followers because someone like jada ari those girls if they post something i already would assume that that it is a paid ad it would it wouldn't seem like a genuine advertisement like i wouldn't be like oh let me try this because jada posted this now maybe some girls will but i think that if you reach out to some of these um smaller influencers micro influencers or not even necessarily influencers just people who have gained an audience because you don't have to really create influence i guess you can but like me, I just have, I only have 2,000 followers. I, I, the main stuff I talk about is like financial stuff and people take my advice. So I think that if I was to say, hey, this is a really good credit card and I'm telling, I'm, it's, it's consistent with things I've said in the past, people are probably more likely to apply for a certain credit card. So I'm, what I'm saying is people should look into those audiences and not just think that they, they go into the big IG girls and that's going to give their company success because those smaller influencers have impact. They have a smaller, tighter audience who really do believe in what they say. And they're not going to take everything they post or share as some paid ad, even though if it's not, even if it's paid, they still might have a little bit more trust in them because they have, they feel like they know this person, if that makes sense. Anyhow, sorry to that lady, but I'm just, you know, mm. <laughs> next, what else we got? Okay, so Summer Walker announced that she is pregnant with baby number two. You know, I really hope that this works out for her. I'm really against having these men's babies. Like, I don't really know how else to say it. I'm just, I I get, I always felt like if you were going to have, now I know that her and this guy have history apparently and things are going well and all the other stuff, but I just, having a baby is such a big deal. And then having a baby as a, I don't, I mean, I, I don't want to not say she's a superstar, but I don't want to say she is like, she's just, is not just some regular, regular girl. Like she's super talented. She makes great music and getting, ma- getting pregnant now twice can have an impact on it. Now that's her business. You know, I, she has a right to have kids and all the other stuff, but I just hope that this was a right choice. I guess that's all I'm trying to say. I hope this doesn't, I hope this works out for her because she was so in love with London. Oh my God, us against all the baby mamas, blah, blah, blah. And then look what happened. She ended up becoming just like them. And I hope that this guy she's with is not like that, but I just feel like people move so fast, man. I don't know. I just, babies are such a big deal. I just can't even... And I don't mean to deflect, but for me, even at 33, I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to travel here. I got to buy this and build this. Like, it's just so much that I feel like I have to get done. And I don't know if I'll ever officially be ready. I know I say it all the time, but I don't know if there's ever a right time to get pregnant. But I definitely wouldn't think it would be, you know, in a not so long term relationship. I don't know. I mean, Summer Walker is a very different kind of girl and you know she's clear she clearly loves her and she just be all in and that's good but I just hope that being pregnant is what she is 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 you know because if this don't work out and you want another baby now you're gonna have three baby daddies you know what I'm saying all right so in other news um the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade which does not exclusively it basically it it may it uh, they made it to where the states can choose whether abortion is is legal or not okay so 
I have never been a fan of the idea of getting an abortion, but I have never, ever, ever been against getting one if I had to. And the reason why I haven't been a fan of it is because it's not an easy decision. Like you literally are choosing to terminate a pregnancy, you know, and I think it's the idea of what a pregnancy brings. You're bringing life into this world. You're you're creating a little human. They're going to grow up. They're going to be a, a representation of yourself and a person you created them with. And so when people get abortions, it's not like open up a bag of chips, you know what I'm saying? Maybe to some people, but I just think that it's a big deal. So if I were to ever get an abortion, I, for myself, it would be after previous attempts to prevent pregnancy have failed. So obviously, like, as you guys may know, plan B is not hundred percent guaranteed. And it also has weight restrictions. So I think the weight restriction is 150 pounds. So anybody over 150 pounds, it could not work on top of that. You have 72 hours to take a plan B and the further you are away from that first day, the less likelihood it is to work. So it's just, you know, it's one of those things where if I took a plan B and I end up pregnant, then I would get an abortion. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I am now right now in my life, I don't, I mean, it just really depends on the circumstance. I don't think I would. I mean, I would take a plan B, but if it, I don't know, I can't even say, but I'm not again, I'm not against abortions in that aspect. I'm just not a fan of what, you know, I think it can, it can, the women that I know who've had abortions, they, they didn't feel good about it. They felt like it was necessary, but they did not feel good about it. And let's not forget people don't just get abortions because they don't want to have a baby. People have complications. Babies pass away in the womb. Babies have mental illnesses that cannot be treated. There are so many things, but I feel like people are hanging up on the idea that people are using birth, basically using abortion as birth control, which is, I mean, maybe there are people abusing it, but let's, that's not fair to make a, a law because of those people. Because there are people abusing their job, they're abusing food, they're abusing government assistance, they're abusing so many things. So are you going to make laws around those things because of those people? Absolutely not. But the bigger picture about abortions is it, be, it literally does, it, it saves lives and it terminates lives. But I do not look at it as murder these you cannot even get insurance on a bay on an unborn fetus you cannot get child support on an unborn fetus there are so there are so many people that i be like oh everybody don't need kids and they have kids and i feel so bad for those kids now imagine that multiplying because people cannot get abortions and yes in some cases people will be able to travel to another state to have an abortion but if people are having abortions because of their financial circumstance do you really think that they have the funds to travel to another state when I was growing up, let, let's say if I would have got pregnant in high school, I didn't have no car. My mama didn't have no car. We definitely didn't have no money. So if I ended up pregnant, while it would have cost them more money, I would have had to have the baby because that was my only option. Because in that moment, I didn't have the money to skip town. Not to, I didn't have to skip town, but to go to an abortion clinic. I wouldn't even know what to do. So, you know, sometimes, and it, like I said, it would have cost me a lot more money to keep a baby if I were to get pregnant that young, but I also didn't have the resources to handle that beforehand. So I don't know. I just, it's just really terrible that you're, that the choice of what to do with your body is a law, you know what I'm saying? And, and at women specifically, they're not for, you know, like what, what is the men's responsibility? Women do not get themselves pregnant, you know, and I don't want to sound like some kind of go go politics go type of person but it is really disheartening to see you know that, that something like this would be overturned when you're looking at the foster system you're looking at people born into households that they're not they're not being properly loved and people are not treating their kids appropriately and you know it's just it's just sad you know i'd rather somebody make that choice to decide to terminate that before creating bigger issues but we all know what it is they want to expand white lies okay they ain't hiding no more i mean i said lies lives but lies too child 
Okay, so next. Okay, so at the BT Awards, Carisha had this sign that said "Go Poppy" at the um in the audience. Now apparently they weren't even sitting together. She was sitting with JT and Uzi, if I'm not mistaken. But Diddy had a tribute. He was giving an award, all that good stuff, and he had a speech where he shouted out Kim Porter, who is no longer with us, and then Cassie, who he clearly just recently dropped a song about and said on his show with Carisha that he he had to move on, like it was hard for him to get over her, and um. People were kind of calling Young Miami or Carisha Dawn for wearing a sign saying she looked stupid because he didn't even recognize her. I'm not going to lie. I think the sign was very on brand with her personality. I thought it was funny. I didn't really think it was that deep. I think we have already addressed what their situation is with their relationship. I do think that after her show drop, they have become more hyper visible or maybe that's just what the media is portraying to us. So I don't know if I would have gone as far as the sign, but... I also didn't really care because your know, your Miami is a very humorous person, you know, and she probably really don't care about the um your Miami about him shouting out Cassie because what a bag it, you know what I'm saying? Okay, lastly, so we had the verses with Mario and Omarion. So I didn't watch the first portion of where they did the pre-show, and I am not gonna lie, Omarion an apology because I definitely felt like Omarion was gonna win, but I didn't even have no true logic behind that. I think I thought that he was gonna win because he is more visible, like he is more popular. But Mario is that dude, and even in middle school, I had his albums, I knew all his songs and everything, but I don't know what happened to his career. Like, why didn't he continue have you know continue success? Because that was the true era for like the young music stars and i remember him having that tv show with his mom she was addicted to heroin rest in peace to her but i remember that i'm just like okay maybe there was some other um you know environmental things that could have impacted his career but mario got down baby he sang on vocals his nostrils was flared up he had the hits and the hits and his and so much stuff that i had forgot about and i used to play his album front to back but Omarion, honey, Mike, I, maybe they boiled his microphone before they gave it to him. I don't know. But he didn't sound great. Now, I ain't never looked at Omarion as a singer. And I never even looked at him as a hit maker. I think that the, my support for him in that versus came from him being in B2K. I think that's what it came from. But y'all, Mario was doing so much trash talking to the point where I think that he really would have fought Omarion out there. Like, he really was not scared. He was saying any old thing. He was dissing folks who was calling him friend. It was just a lot, y'all. And then let's not even get on the pre-show with Ray J and Bobby B and Sam. It was just a lot, y'all. Oh, my freaking goodness. And it's crazy because I wasn't even going to watch the verses, but I kept seeing everybody talking about it on Twitter. I'm like, let me log in, honey. That's what was so crazy. And let's not even get on these watermelons, which is so cringe y'all are grown why y'all eating watermelons like that that's so weird i'm i didn't like it i don't like that i that's something that you do in ninth eighth ninth grade when you want a girl to know that you not a virgin like it just was not mm. but anyway shout out to mario the vocals was on point and he looked great so you know i'm here for it okay so um in tweets from the streets r kelly was sentenced to 30 years and i think new york um for his involvement with coercing kids um it is what it is lock him up you know when i hear something like that like he got sentenced to 30 years i think about how old i'll be in 30 years and it's like dang i'm gonna be a senior citizen it's, it's 66 senior i'm gonna be a senior citizen god willing 
when R. Kelly got out of prison. That is crazy. And then he's not even done like going to court for um for the other states. I don't think he's done with Illinois. I don't know if he has any. I don't think he has anything in Georgia, but I think he has some in California. If I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong. But yeah, I see a lot of people like saying that it wasn't a fair uh trial, a sentencing because Ghislaine Maxwell got 20 years and honestly we i need people to i don't know what state she was in maybe she was in new york too but people have different judges different states have different laws different things are presented in court no i don't think it's fair looking at the impact that he did but they both are in the sex offense world and i don't even think our killer has been charged as a sex offender but i think that they both play i don't honestly i don't really know the reason but i don't think that people look at like you know in real estate they'd be like all right how much does this house sell for? What do they have to offer? Okay, we're going to try to sell for this price. I don't think they do that in the court system. They're just like, hey, this is an individual case. Whether we have a jury, whether we have evidence, witnesses, whatever. And this is what we assess. And also people have lawyers who try to negotiate and stuff like that. So, you know, oh, well, sorry, not sorry to that man. Sorry to the victims. Now, I do think that a lot of people that um played the victim in his situation definitely knew what they were doing. And that doesn't alleviate R. Kelly of any um, wrongdoing, anything like that. But I don't think it's fair for people to kind of take advantage of a situation and then cry victim. We see it all the time. People try to hook up with these celebrities, go to their hotel, go to their house, and then try to say they was drunk. They took advantage of them. And while they might have been drunk and while it might have been some advantage taken, I don't think it's always cut and dry that. Like, sometimes people, they get turned up, they drink, you know what I'm saying? And so both of them in there doing their thing, and then now they, they have an angle, and they want to sue. And that's just what it is. It's sad, but people, please be careful. I mean, it just, it's not worth it for nobody not for the victim and not for the for the accused anyway okay for the main topic today i want to talk about this video and i was gonna make this tweet for the streets but i just have a few talking points that i want to talk about so i'm sure by now a lot of y'all seen this video of this lady who basically was on i guess she was on live but her baby daddy went to mcdonald's went and got food for his son that they share and not anything for her other two kids that they do not share. I saw a lot of interesting takes on this and I, um, let me look at my notes, see what I got. Okay. First things first, I don't think that he is, uh, you know, it's just a, okay. This bring back to my point. Stop having these men's babies. So I don't know if she got two or three baby daddies, but I think that when you are having kids, if you can help it, you need to be very conscious and wise about your decision making on when and who and how you have this baby. Because you you telling that basically she was telling him like him just bringing food for his kid makes other kids feel bad. You making them feel bad by having them have multiple daddies. You know what I'm saying? And that's not necessarily to to slut shame or whatever the case is, but that's a that's a real issue. It's like having different friend groups. You got one friend group that's down for whatever. You got one friend group that want to chill. So when you do down for whatever stuff, you got you know what I'm saying it's just it's uh, that's probably not a good analysis. I'll be trying to do the analysis, but they don't always work out. But I just don't think that it's the man's responsibility to also bring food for the kids. Now that would have been a grand gesture, a great, to me, a great man would have been like, Hey, do the other two need anything? Or, Hey, were they hungry? Or have y'all ate or whatever the case is, but going based on the conversation, like she's mentioning that she hadn't got her food stamps yet. So clearly they haven't eaten or they don't have much food, if any. So he could, likely be in the same financial predicament so we don't know if that man was on his last dime we don't know you know what the situation was but I don't think that 
I don't know. I just feel like it's not his responsibility, but I do understand why he would get them food. I guess you could say. So let me look at my notes. Okay, so my first bullet says, um, they'll feel left out, but this is why it's important. Oh yeah, that's why I say it's important to have kids strategically. And I mean, seriously, having multiple baby daddies is not cute and it's not organized. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because now you got different personalities. You raise these people in the same house when they got different dads. Some people are active in their lives. Some people are not. Um, and how do we know if he has other kids or not? Maybe how we know he didn't just go feed all his other kids and now he's making his rounds for his other child. You know what I'm saying? And then at least he's doing something. I feel like going live and calling him out and doing all that to me. And, and this says a lot about the man on how he moved, but it could discourage him from even wanting to do anything. You know what I'm saying? It's like, dang. So if I don't do nothing for all your kids and not just my kids, so now it ain't good enough. All right, well, I ain't bringing nothing else no more. And now what? Now you're creating more brokenness and more issues and more division. And it's like in our community, we already have enough issues with single parent household case in point. And we have issues with dads not being active in their lives. And if they are active, are they even doing anything for their livelihood? You know what I'm saying? So doing stuff like that, it's kind of belittling the man and showing like ungratefulness. And it's just a lot to be putting on social media is really weird, really attention seeking. There's definitely ways to go about it. I think and even and I even think that if she would have approached this situation with the same idea, different delivery maybe it would have been more accepting you know what i'm saying but the way she went about it was totally wrong but yeah i think that um so i grew up with uh me and my brother we have separate dads or whatever and neither of our dads were super active now my daddy was in and out um but my my brother's dad came in his life like later on in life like in his 20s i guess you could say but I when my dad did show up I remember I remember my dad being like you know when I come like do you want me to bring him something now he just was I think he was just saying stuff to be saying it but I never forgot that because I thought that was kind but I also was like dang that's not your responsibility you don't have to do that but you know like I feel like it definitely creates division the kids it definitely can create jealousy it definitely can create issues but that is not the dad's fault it's and I don't even want to say it's the mom's fault either but how else do they get different daddies you know what I'm saying and I just think that it's very stand-up of a guy to step in and do that part but this is y'all clearly not in a relationship I don't know y'all I just I just don't think the man had to do it but it would have been very nice if he did that's really what I'm saying in summary it's just I just hate how she handled it. I, and I and I wish, and I don't know, there could be more to the situation. Maybe he could have called. Or some people even suggested that he would come and pick up his kid and take him to get food themselves. But then, now the other kid's going to be like, dang, his daddy came to pick him. Like, it's no really, happy, it's no, there's no solution. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he could have stretched the money and got a pizza or something. I don't freaking know, but it's just, you know, I think, it, I do think that him, potentially stepping up and doing that can set a great example for those other kids so they can know how to be treated in the future or how to treat others but it just was lame how it happened I think both of them got some growing up to do that's all anyways stop having these men babies that's really what it boils down to I'll put the link to the video in the episode notes as well but y'all this is gonna be a short episode I'm I uh oh I had a rough 24 hours y'all I wasn't even sure so I'm gonna try my best to record these solo episodes while Draco is on his Euro tour um hold me keep me accountable let me know if it's anything you want me to talk about while he's out you know what I'm saying any um any stuff y'all want me to share you know what I'm saying but anyway y'all it's been another episode of OD podcast holla at your girl 
and your word and your quarrel and your turtle and your twerking. <laughs> Bye.